0: Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy in his robe and mantis right now on a beautiful Sunday morning, John Wayne, that's right, here I am, back back in Wayne Manor nestled in the west wing back in the studio of evil where I reside uh, and do all of my things with uh with myself and with you lovely wonderful people joining me every week I thank you so much welcome to the show welcome to this uh Wow, full first, uh, kind of full week back from being on the road, and uh, no worse for the wear here. Uh, Been a great, a great week. A lot of great stuff happening uh, this week. Uh, Shouts out up top to my Patreon folks. Thank you guys so much to all of my Patreon subscribers. Main, huge, um, enormous shouts out to you guys. Um, your, your help is so much appreciated. Your support is so much appreciated, especially with all the traveling I've been doing and uh, you guys rule. So, um, thank you so much. And, uh, if you all out there, uh, want to. Are interested in joining Old Uncle Johnny's Patreon here, throwing a couple bucks in his pocket? Uh, you could go to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead, and if you go there, all the all the little tiers I have set up have cool things that you get every month and uh, one-time things and all that kind of good stuff. But every tier, every single tier that you subscribe to, including the one-dollar beer club, the dollar a month, gets you access to. The awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast that in which I uh, that also comes out every week in which I talk to other artists from around the country and the world even uh, that I meet here on the road. And we have uh, awesome conversations. I've made so many great friends through this and uh, really got, uh, you know, turned on to some different work and different things like that. And I hope to do the same for you uh, through, you know, uh, our conversation. So please check that out. We'll talk a little bit more about the Awesome Dude for Life uh, boner bonus podcast later on. But, yeah, if you want to check it out, go to Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. So. As I said, I've been home. You know, if you guys have been uh, tuning in, if you're new to the show, I met you over, you know, one of these past weekends at a con. Welcome! Thank you guys so uh, so much for checking me out. Thanks for talking to me at the table. Thanks for checking out the show. So if you've been following along at home, you know I'm fresh off. Uh Uh, A couple, uh, two and a half weeks, I guess, on the road. Couple, couple major, awesome cons that I was at, and uh, had a great time. Uh, For the full recap of those, uh, just go back a a couple episodes. The last two episodes are full recaps of the conventions I was just at in Las Vegas and in Philadelphia. So, uh, you could check out those. I won't belabor that, but. You know, it's it's good to be back. Um, always good to come back to home base and charge up a little bit. Get kind of get things right. Things like uh, things on the road. The the longer you're away, the slippy, slippy, Slipperier things seem to get like reality and time and um, everything else like that. So um, you know, to have like like when I was talking about last week, where Nick and I stopped at my Maza's house up in the mountains of Pennsylvania, and actually got that day and a half just in the in the fucking wood woods out in the woods with bears and silence that was a very good reset for us and that's kind of like what coming home does it took me a couple of days to get acclimated of course I uh you know I got back month this past Monday uh a week ago Monday at like you know 5 30 in the afternoon in the evening or whatever and I you know slept pretty much right after that I, I got up I recorded the podcast the next morning and put it up uh but then I didn't get much else done that day I had to uh Monday nights was when uh Christopher Triana and I record episodes of um Vital Social Issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne so I had to watch this movie we're doing which if you haven't checked out that show check it out it's a horror uh horror discussion uh show that we do um and we we we're doing deep dives all summer on slashers so the summer of slashers is what we're calling it and I had to you know we're kicking it off so I had to watch the movie for the week before we started recording um but, oh, this was fucking not even, this is on Tuesday. So we usually record on Monday. This was, that's right, I got home Monday night, Tuesday night. And after I recorded the John Wayne Lighty episode, I, like, honestly tried to do some stuff and just fell asleep. Like, I took, like, a two-hour nap and then another one-hour nap. But I got up in time to watch, I watched the movie before the show, which was awesome, and we had a great show. So that, that was, you know, again, I, like I've said before, it's like you need a couple, like, uh, days upon reentry uh into to home to get back on any kind of track at all. You know, you've been we've been out there pushing, 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 going, going. There's no you know, there's no hitting the snooze or like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna s sl- I am going to i will go in later today. You know, when you're out there, if you stay up all night drinking, well just tough shit, man. You gotta fucking suck it up, learn the lesson, and still be at your booth and you still better put out 110% energy or you might as well just go fuck yourself. So you know, there's a lot of that going on. We're just pushing, pushing, pushing and you get home and it's just like, ah, you know, you can relax a little bit for, for a while. But, you know, it took me a couple days to get, get my shit together. But, um, I gotta say once, you know, this week has all been about, it's been great. It's been a good refocusing of my energy and, uh, uh, just where my focus lies this week. So like, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, old Uncle Johnny tries his best as well. Guys, you know that. I'm always trying to stay positive and tell you guys about, you know, the good things I'm doing and how, you know, hey, this may suck, but good things are going to come out of this. But everyone, you know, we hit we hit lows. You know, I'm I am, you know, clinically depressed. I go to I have therapy every every uh, two weeks or whatever. I'm going to forever. I love my therapist. Therapy is for everyone. You should try. it. It's great but you know sometimes you dip man sometimes you dip into those things and like you know for some reason you know before leaving for this trip before we left to go to Vegas first and you know i was just all sorts of knocked out of alignment for some reason you know i was just feeling uh just i don't know like low or in a in a deprecate self-deprecating kind of feel for a while and just having like a not not like the best attitude about myself necessarily for whatever reason, just stupid shit, you know, stupid shit that you, you get in your head and you start letting it go and, and you have to, like, you know, pull yourself back and be like, hey, you know, let's fucking get away. We're not spiraling out into these thoughts. This is ridiculous. But sometimes it still just gets you down. So I have to say, and and also it it, it helps to, I I'm, I have this issue where I can't relax. I've talked about this before, where I'm all, I always feel like I need to be, like, working 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 especially since I work for myself I, I'm like oh I got to do this and this and this I have a very very hard time relaxing and being on the road is it help it like uh, I have no choice but to break I have to break up my routine or break it apart because I'm not at home anymore. I'm not in my office anymore I'm driving for 20 hours or I'm in a hotel room or I'm in a halfway house for whatever reason And things aren't exactly the same, so you you know. But those are good things I have found. Like having those those trips, it's good to kind of break up my routine, get my mind fresh. And this one was no exception. This one was like a a, a, seemed like a big buoy to me. I I came back from this this trip feeling, uh, like uh, I don't know, like a renewed vigor, uh, for things. Um, I just it was a big boost for my everything all around. Like. Not as if like you'd be like, oh, what are you talking about? You're serious. You, you're fucking always talking about oh, good. You don't need boosts in yourself. Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I need a little ego boost. Sometimes you're you're doing this and you're head down, head down, going for so so long, and and it's nice to get some feedback. It's nice to get some validation, um, in in what in in different forms, not just like somebody be like, hey, you're doing a good job, but like other things. You look around and I see the growth and I see the the. Just a lot of different. I I got to see a lot of different aspects of of what I've been doing, and and I've taken like a look at it and the growth and how far I've come, and just that is just a renewed appreciation for that for me. But just there was just a lot of things that I I really felt good I feel great coming back from this trip and it's like all right now I'm ready to fucking kick all major ass everywhere fuck this shit I'm I'm you know the the beast is out I don't know I just feel I just felt a lot better and I'm I'm riding that coming in staying positive and doing my shit and that's why so right like you know I guess Wednesday of this week when I, I got up back got back up early on my schedule and uh got to work man I'm I'm uh I finished up two art projects this week two commissions i did a um a logo for a uh a band here in houston that's a zz top tribute band called Trace hombres um i'm sure i could talk about it now they i already you know they paid for it it's all good so yeah i was working on that and that was that was very cool to be asked to do that logo and i got that done and sent in and then uh you know, my buddy. I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. Josh uh, Spicoli Martin's my little brother out there in the Chicagoland area, or Juliet, or wherever the hell he lives now. Uh, but up there, um, you know, I love this dude. Uh, he's such a great guy. Such a we've gone such good friends through the writing community and through you know all the stuff that we've uh, the we've been a part of in, in the Bizarro and horror stuff. And he, yeah, uh, you know, he, he very. It was very uh, flattering. Asked me to draw a tattoo for him. So he gave me a lot of free reign and like kind of like, this is what I want, this theme, but I want your style on it. So I sat down. I had already sketched it out a couple weeks ago and I just, you know, I finished that logo and boom, I just sat down and drew that tattoo. Just like start to finish, just did it. I was like super focused and engrossed and just and, uh, sent it to him and he loved it. And it, that, which was, that was awesome. I was so fucking stoked. I mean, to have somebody want your work tattooed on their body is that's a pretty big deal i think so uh so thanks for that dude if you're listening out there uh, my brother thank you uh so that was cool then i'm like uh got right on the um i got offered another audio book Uh, it was it was announced. Daniel uh, J. Volpe. I need to learn how to say your last name, dude. Uh, Volpe, Volpe, uh, Volpe. Not gonna work. I don't know. But I need to get how to say that. But uh, Billy Silver is the book, and I started doing that this week, and uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool book so far. Pretty intense. Pretty extreme. Uh extreme book but that's uh that's what he writes and he writes it well so i'm excited to be doing that then that's gonna be a huge part of my focus in the coming week i'm gonna uh really buckle down and knock these out because i've got a few other audiobooks lined up uh that i you know oh i can't announce it yet because you know contracts have to be signed and all that shit i know i hate being like vague like that but i just say i say that to say that i have other things lined up other other jobs that I've been hired to do, which is awesome. So this is just great, good things just just coming and happening. And my focus, like I said, I'm just like, boom, all right. You know how I've talked about in the past few weeks about, you know, I need to get my time management better uh, just because I simply have so many things that I'm trying to do right now. Also, try not to do so many things at once. I know I talk about that all the time, but I, I know it sounds like I'm doing a lot, but trust me, there are things that I have said no to that would make my plate a lot fuller but I feel like these are the things I can handle look I don't have to go I don't have a day job this is my job so I I can I can handle these these things that I have on my plate right now not much else um at least until something else gets shoved off but I'm learning that as well and to keep you know to manage that manage that time manage those things within the time that I give to them and then just be focused. So I've been like very extremely focused on all of this kind of work all week, and getting back into, you know, uh, writing, working on my Western, uh, still plugging away, still loving it. It's uh, yeah, get going on the road like this. I, I, you know, is my goal and intent to write every single day, uh, regardless of whether I'm on the road or not. Sometimes it's easier than other times, um, you know. Sometimes it's like uh, just bang out a paragraph or, or an entry into my journal. At least it's something because every like I said, everything's turned upside down. Your whole schedule is is screwed. You have to kind of figure it out. Uh, but yeah, to get it's nice to get back and get into my normal writing routine, and and uh, a lot of stuff just kind of flows out when you're when you're doing that uh, after um you know after a little break or at least a break in the um, amount of time you're able to you know spend on something. So uh anyway, so that's been great. And also this week uh, I got to say happy birthday to uh Sadie Hartman, aka Mother Horror. She's the the main uh, main main uh boss lady uh, over at Nightworms. Uh I think she's at the top, I believe, and uh that's an most excellent excellent uh organization reviewing indie horror and uh she and her uh, crew do a great job over there so uh, i su- highly suggest you go to nightworms.com uh, and check out what they've got uh the reviews if especially if you're looking into getting into indie horror or re- like you were like oh i wonder how the new john wayne book is you can go over there and they reviewed you know they probably have a review of it they actually do have a review of major the hellmouth book of the week um so but anyway sadie is awesome she had me uh, a few weeks uh a couple months ago or whatever I, I know we talked about this I was on a horror panel with some other authors um miss uh myself and Christopher Triana of course a couple other folks that we know and then she she tapped me it's her birthday she does she started doing this thing where she has authors other horror authors um do a reading like a video reading and send her and she puts it up on the on the YouTube page for Nightworms and promotes it that way and um it's really awesome. I was I was so stoked to be like that. She asked me to do this, so I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I'll do this. Absolutely, this is gonna be awesome." So the thing is, she's like, you know, she wants you know you to, you to read from your your newest book that came out this year, the one that you're promoting uh, or whatever. Um, so mine was Major the Hellmouth, and um, I talked about. The, I think I talked about this before. how I was filming it, but it 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 came out this past weekend. She put all the things up because it was her birthday on this past Saturday. Happy birthday again, and. Uh, there's tons, dude. There's so many great authors that she got to do these readings. So I, I highly recommend going to the the Nightworms YouTube page, and I mean, you got the pick of the litter. You can just go through either. I mean, if you want to watch them all, I hope you have some time because there's a lot of uh, a lot of readings. But there's you know, you can find people that you know, authors that you're like, oh, I like that author, you know, oh, I've always wanted to like see what this person's writing is like. And and all the readings are kind of different and pretty cool. You know, of course, me, Uncle Johnny, I had to, uh, you know, I had to go over the over the top, you know, like a switch, like a truck. Uh, and of course, mine's got lights, fully produced smoke machine, character, costume changes, voices, all that stuff. So um, it mine is up there now. You can check it out. I have uh, linked it. Uh, I've Put the link on my Facebook and uh, Twitter, I believe, at John Wayne is Dead, if you want to go uh, directly to that. But uh, I think I'm going to also plug the, uh, oh, what do I call it, the link into my Patreon. So it'll be right there on the wall, so uh, you can you guys can just check that out um, as well. So, yeah, so, like, that that was awesome to be included and uh, very cool to to see all the other um a lot of the other readings I watched. Like I said, there's a ton of them. There's like uh, so many. So you got like a a day and a half worth of uh, your, your favorite indie horror readers, you know, reading from their own work. But yeah, so that was, that was fan, fan, fan fucking tastic. Um, Another thing that uh, came out this week that I was uh, very excited about. I, Uh, I talk about the tarot deck that I'm drawing all the time, you know, I've been keeping you guys updated on it, still plugging away, still plugging away, like I said, took a little bit of a hiatus from it, Uh, I I did not have a whole lot of time to draw on this past trip, I think I like maybe outlined one thing, but uh, that was it, so I'm back, you know, getting into drawing my cards again and getting back on the schedule, so plowing through, still got about 30, or maybe less than 30 cards now, but... This is very cool. So I have had the the prints that I started putting out. I have these high quality art prints uh, that I um, of of for the cards that I've started selling at the table, and I sold I, I released some of them on the on the website at JohnWayneIsDead.com a few weeks back, and and you know a lot of people scooped them up, and it was awesome. So a lot of you may or may not know how I do the metal bookmarks, the iridescent uh, custom bookmark. That's just like a, one of my like an art design that I've done, and they're hand they're numbered and signed. And they're all limited to 100 per design with these bookmarks. So I'm on the third design right now. And, uh, you know, I have maybe about half of them. When they're gone, I'll do another design and one through 100. So the same uh, guy that h- hooks me up with that, you know, got me the deal with those bookmarks and, and really has helped me out. My man, Chad, Chatty Daddy, um, suggested I do some of these cards like like that and put together, a, uh, you know, like small sets. So... I was like, "All right, let's try it." So I, I got the first batch of these back when I was in Pennsylvania from him, hand delivered. Of four of my tarot cards on metal, they're like metal and all iridescent, uh, shiny, and I've I've hand numbered and signed them all. Uh, I've got the, the right now. I, I put them up on Friday on the website and uh, had a great response. So there's some left still when you're listening to this. Uh, but what they are, they're they're three and a quarter by two and a quarter inches um so they're not full tarot card size these are like collectible art pieces I I would say so the set comes with uh, my card for the world my seven of cups the devil and three of swords and these are all uh I picked these because these these cards all uh have significance uh and significant meanings to me and uh I just dig the design so these are up there at JohnwinsDead.com on the shop page in, a, in the set of 4 and they are 30 bucks for all 4 of them and uh like I said once these are gone um this definitely won't be a set again like this and and this isn't something where I'm going to like you know I'm not making all of the whole deck like this so it's not so don't think like oh you're going to put out now five more and I got to buy an, oh and that's going to cost me $4000 to buy the whole set no it's not like that it's just uh there's just uh, there's a few cards that I've selected for these, you know, little special release um, metal pieces, and um, and it's just a, it's just a cool thing, like I you know to collect or you know if you're into tarot, it's I think they're pretty cool, and uh, yeah, that they're, they're the the set will come out the the cards will come out as a deck of cards. They're not going to come out as metal collectibles. There there may be some more of these later. I may pick like four more cards or maybe two more cards to do that are my favorites but that's it this is a limited thing these aren't forever um you know all my all my uh you know runs of of prints and um uh, and collectibles are all limited so uh so check it out guys like i said there's still some more sets left dead.com slash shop i was super excited to get them i'm uh, they look rad as hell it turned out great so yeah so that's a uh, you know another positive thing going on this week now um also uh but, but, but I actually had to write some notes for myself, guys, because I'm like, oh, I gotta remember to talk about everything here. Uh yeah, shows. Um before we move on, yeah, I mean I, uh you know, I am jam-packed busy. Go uh I've got shows coming out of my ass like everywhere, which is great. And I'm still work I'm still working on filling some spots that I have open on my calendar, but I uh, I would say go to the shows page man at johnwaysdead.com to um see where I'm at cuz if I mean I've been having a blast meeting people lately, like people who uh who I know through, you know, social media or whatever have been coming up to the tables uh to meet so we meet IRL in real life as the kids say and it's been awesome. So if I'm coming if I'm coming to your city Hit me up, man. Even if you can't come to the con, maybe we'll grab a beer afterwards or something. I'm, I I love to meet people and, and hang out, and I've got a ton of shows. Um, also, if you're in the Houston area, J- June 25th, June 25th, that's a Friday, uh, I will be that evening. For, for, for most of the evening, I will be at the Houston Horror Film Festival convention just Friday, but that evening I will be uh, actually playing a music gig, a John Williams Dead music gig, uh, with my friend um, The Slow Poisoner, a.k.a. Andrew Goldfarb. He's coming through from San Francisco on tour. And uh, he's awesome, awesome one-man band. I believe it's just going to be me. I think uh, old Chris Jett is out of town uh, during this show. But maybe not, hopefully. Maybe we'll have drums, maybe we won't. But then right after that, I go to New Orleans for oddities and curiosities market the next day. So, busy like i said busy busy so hit me up man check me out if i'm coming to your town and uh you know it's all all that info is there for you friend so uh all right that's been that's the week guys i i'm like i said i'm busy i'm focused i'm feeling great and uh i think it's time for us to get into our uh, three card tarot reading of the week here so as you know or do not know um I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show uh, where I just write down my thoughts and then kind of try to get a fresh perspective through what the cards say. And, you know, um, and then I wanted to say this, guys, like, how are we feeling about this segment still? Are we digging this? I, I, I want some feedback from from the listeners out there. Uh, how are we feeling about the tarot reading on on the John Wayne Lied to You show? Uh are we good about it? Are we over it? Should I just uh, shut up and tell stories? Uh, let let me know. I- I'm actually pretty interested. I usually get a very good response from this, but I'm curious. Um, so uh, either way, we're doing it right now. So um, yeah, so this week, you know, I, I kind of a- I went over all the stuff on my mind uh, earlier through just telling about the week, but it- it's been about refocusing. It's been about, um, you know, uh, re-energizing. Uh, it's about keeping up a- more of a positive attitude regardless, uh, keeping myself on track, taking a second to look up every once in a while and be like, relax, dude, you're doing good, all right? Now go back to work. That that kind of stuff has been on my mind. So um, that being said, let's get into our first card here. Okay, so first card we get today, Nine of Cups reversed in the reverse position. So this actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, makes a lot of sense right now for me uh for at least what I was talking about and and hopefully uh resonates with you out there as well. So this this card it, it comes about when we you know we're doing well, right? We have uh we have what we've been dreaming of. Seemingly almost everything we dreamed of. We've got we've got it on the right track, right? That that's that's good. We we know that much and we're feeling good about it. However, we need to take a look at <clears throat> what's missing because something is missing we're feeling uh and and it could be a number of things but we need to examine um what were you know what is our is our success coming at the expense of something uh in our lives that is that de- is of detriment right so if we're just Pursuing like this material, this and, and uh, success, success, success. And we're not taking time to grow emotionally, to stay connected with people we love, uh, to keep ourselves fulfilled in, in an emotional or, or spiritual or hap- happiness capacity type of thing. You know, we like and that's like kind of what I was talking about. You get your head down and go and you're making headway. But you kind of lose your you can lose yourself in that a little bit sometimes. And this is kind of this card is saying, just checking us, you know, we need to take a step back and look at, look at what this is. Are, are we still, are we still pursuing this, this quote unquote success um, as still being in line with our greater, you know, our greater goal, our, our, our goal that we've been, you know, the main goal we're searching for, is this still on the right track? Are we still on the right path? Is this even what we want to do anymore? These are the things we have to, step back we've, we've lost touch with with something there like some important thing uh, we've lost touch with within ourselves in favor of chasing this uh, success or popularity whatever it is you know get it you know uh, the things that come along with that so <clears throat> um, so so basically this is wanting us you know to uh, take that take that time to look up and and acknowledge that there is something missing and we need to figure out what it is and we also need to reassess what success looks like to us because you know I've talked about this before something I had to to learn and adjust my thinking to is are we you know is this the success we want or are we trying to chase after uh, what somebody else's version of success is or what somebody else's version of of success for us is, you know, we need to get our own version of success and, and that's going to help bring all this kind of back into alignment. When we are confident in what success is to us, to us personally, then I, you know, then we can be connected you know, kind of reconnect to that. Now we kind of know we know what the success is for us and what we're doing, and uh, we're not bringing you know anybody else's outside influence and what's going to make anybody else happy with this. We have to be connected and happy to what we're doing, and this has to be aligned with our goal. So we need to just take a step back to look at those at those things, um, and uh, yeah. So that that's what. There's some other things with this card, but that's mainly kind of speaking to what uh is going on right now I think but I it's very important to I I feel to really define success for yourself and and not and it, this is again something that's going to be in flux it's not something you're just going to write down today and 30 years from now it's still what I think success is no it's it's going to stay uh it's going to change it's going to be something that kind of you know changes here and there it fluctuates it's going to be different but we need to know and especially as we grow more the more successful we get our version of success is going to change but we just need to make sure we stay connected to that and 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 like for me it was really important to realize I, I can't chase what other people do or, or what other people's version of success is um, you know I really had to define that for myself and that helped out a, a lot tremendously so excuse me, next card, the Page of Cups. Now, this was in the upright position. And uh, this is a great card, of course. I, I love this card. The page, you know, we all know page, the page cards are the spark, the idea, the thing that's uh, the, the beginning of of whatever this is you're going to do, right? So with the Page of Cups, it's, you know, this is a uh, come out of the blue, you know, this is something that just happens. You know, you, you, you wake up one day or, you know, you you walk into a room and all of a sudden boom something hits you and your the energy that your creative energy is just like on fire it like goes all the way up to the top and you're like holy shit man I got I, I don't know what this is but I, I got <clears throat> I got this idea I got this idea I got oh man this is cool I you know you gotta plug it into something and and, and um so you do uh, but here's the thing like the idea that you have that you we need to spend some time exploring in this idea uh, whatever it may be <clears throat> so. It's not, this isn't just a like, hey, I'm going to be an Olympic diver. And you jump in the car and go to fucking, you know, itchy and scratchy water world or some shit and start diving. No, no, it's something to like be excited about, but then use that creative energy to explore the idea as well. So you know what you're getting into. But also, we need to be open to, like, this card is cool because the, the, you know, the page and he's holding the cup. And in the cup, there's a fish is like sticking its head out, like, hey, look at me. So that's cool because this that's like a sign of we need to be open for anything to happen, right? And we need, we need to be open for uh, different opportunities, things that things that we never thought we would try or do, or things that we never thought we could try or do uh, are going to jump out, or, or going to so, something's going to be open to us in that way, and we just have to do it, like go for, it. like uh, you know, accept these new. Uh, possibilities and these new ways of doing things you know it might it may be simple as that like we just don't want to do it a different way now we see it and we're like oh fuck dude the fish in the fucking cup is telling me to do it this way and i'm gonna just gonna do it we have to be open to these new ways of doing things so that we grow and learn um again like with the last card we talked about you know the di- disconnect from you know ourselves versus the success and this this kind of is speaks to this in that like I said, the the kind of exploring the idea it's it's it, this card, this page wants you to to explore yourself the, the emotions, you know, the creativeness, what is connecting you to this so that you can have that connection you know or, or re, you know rebuild or reestablish it as we talked about. Um, but this will help you make you know moving forward to to not like because we learn and grow from all the shit we've been through and this is saying like okay, remember when you did that before now. Let's establish that in the beginning and and keep sight and not so we don't lose sight of it, at least not so easily. So this is all about trusting your intuition uh, as well. Take to be like, again, be open to the new things and trust when your intuition says just do it, you know, just pull a Nike, man. You know, there's going to be a lot of intuitive messages coming your way, uh, especially if you're open to your intuition right now. and and it's just like you know we have to this is a time to trust the intuition this is a time to go with our our heart and our gut um and trust that doing this a different way is going to be for the best um for us so and then in the last card we got the sun upright so su- the sun's an excellent card. what a great card <clears throat> this is a you know success and abundance um this this card is you know the sun gives us strength and it's it's This is so great. It tells you no matter what you do, no matter what happens, no matter where we're going, the positive energy will follow us. It's gonna we get it will bring us happiness. We have it there, and we need to draw on it. You know, this is um, you know we may be somebody who's very positive all the time, and 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 that's good because people are drawn to that because you can put things in the perspective of the bright side of things, or uh, make someone feel better about the way maybe they see themselves. It, it's just what, this is something that we have and we need to share. I, I'm just, uh just an example. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to sound like, and I'm so good at this, but it just, uh when I was, before I started the show, you know, and I'm going over all this, I was like, oh man. Uh, when I was in Pennsylvania, you know, one of the uh, other artists, guys there, it's a vendor, Adam, shouts out. Badass fucking Casey Jones shit that's coming out. I'm posting that shit all over the place once that comes out. Uh, but this guy's awesome, and uh, he asked me how I did. Like in the show. I was like how how was it today? I was like, oh man, fuck yeah, I murdered an Achilles. Like I love it, dude. I love how positive you are about about it. And I I, I I thought that was great, a compliment, a great compliment. Because if that's you know maybe he wasn't feeling so good about it and me saying that i did well is like all right hey maybe it's not so bad or I, I don't know i don't know whatever it is it is a real you know quality and i'm not i don't just see this in myself i see it in a lot of people and i see it in a lot of people that i hang out with a lot of my friends not all of them but there's you know a, a core group that possess this and i think it's it's not an accident that we get drawn you get drawn to these people that you know and then hopefully we're all together and we can make you know affect great change in a positive way because we're all pushing in that direction like when I say um all you know whenever any other author indie author horror author whatever does well man we all do well we all come up we we don't need to think in in terms of competing with each other um in anything we need to think in terms of you not you know coming together helping each other up you know what can i do to help you you know not not what can you do for me you know let's that that's the way we need to look at it and i think when you bring a lot of people together that are on the same wavelength and mindset like you can bring uh large you know large change or, or, or wide scale um at least within your community of Whatever. So anyway, that's our reading for today. I got a lot out of that. I hope you did as well. Uh, thank you guys for indulging me. And again, please do let me know what, what we're thinking of the readings. Um, I'd love some feedback. Just uh, if you want to go to uh, my Instagram at John Wayne is dead and send me a message or, you know, if you're on my Facebook, just my name, John Wayne Kaminale, hit me up on Instagram, let me know. And uh, there we go. So. Earlier in the show, I was talking about the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast on my Patreon every week, in which I speak to other artists of all kinds that I've met from around the world and country and everything. And uh, what I've been doing lately is playing a little uh, snippet of the episode that will be over there on my Patreon this week. So you can kind of get to know my guest and uh, hear a a little bit about what they do. And if you want to hear the rest of the show... Join the Patreon or definitely check them out for sure uh, what they're doing. This week, um, a good buddy of mine who I met several years ago through Bizarro Con uh, and uh, our, our love of the Simpsons, his name tag back then said Bert Stanton on it. And I, of course, said, ah, Bert Stanton speaking uh, because I am a huge Simpsons fan and the water commissioner in Springfield. Uh, so that is not his real name. His name is Charles Chadwick. He is an awesome dude for sure. Uh, we hit it off right away talked about you know books and all kinds of music and shit and uh, had some beers and laughs and now we're good buddies and this man came all the way to las vegas nevada to fight me. No. To uh, to come to the con, he you know, take a little vacation for himself, but also to check out the horror con and, and hang out with uh, myself and uh, crazy-ass Nick P. So um, <laughs> this is uh, – play a little snippet here. This is us. We're in the plaza like true ballers in our hotel room. Uh, myself and Nick P. from this last road trip uh, chatting with my my buddy, fellow author Charles Chadwick. So check it out. Yeah, so you're, you're a, a writer as well, right? You're writing stuff. I, I write – I, I sadly
1: have not uh, finished much of anything. You know, a couple of shorts. I am working on a movie script right now called Attack of the Killer Clams from Outer Space, which is as great Is that about incident. Vagina? Mm, no, but it should be. You say um, Clans? Clans. Clams. Oh, Clams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Attack of the Killer Clans from Outer Space might be good, too, because it's like the like Attack space of the Killer Clansmen? Ku Klux Klan from Outer Space. I mean, uh, I no one likes the Ku Klux Klan. I'm not the space talking. Clan's even worse. Space man. Clan. They're like... Yeah, they're, they're, they're like the real clan, but like, aliens
0: anyway. don't trust a man what's made of gas <laughs> not you glee Clop. you're one of the good ones <laughs> mr. show but yeah so you're and uh you're working on that movie script we talked about yeah. it a little bit last night yeah i don't know how much you want to talk about or you know about it you don't have to if you want to go into details i mean but... it's
1: basically like um think of it in the vein of like return of the killer tomatoes
0: style comedy you mm. know it's just a real kind of goofbally Clooney?
1: yes I just, I watched it for the first time like two or three months ago, it was great. You know, just real goofball-y shit. I think my girlfriend and I came up with, because we were watching a bunch of low-budget horror, and there was this movie called Clown Nato. and I'm like, okay, this sounds kind of promising. NATO They just made everything a tornado, like. didn't they? Yeah, exactly. And we got done watching it, and I was like, okay, the movie was a low-budget movie, so that's why I have a headache, you know? And then I found out they had a $2 million budget and Linnea Quigley, had a, who's going to be here, Yeah, she's had a cameo in it. She's,
0: she's wonderful. Shouts out, man! And,
1: yeah, indeed. Lena. And I was pissed because uh, I'm like, $2 million and you made this piece of shit. I can do better than this. I can, I can fucking do better than this. So, my girlfriend and I go to the store and we get some more booze or whatever. And we come back. Oh, you can see you're buying video cameras. And, <laughs> so, we go to the store. <laughs> no, we, just no, stuff. we just got, got more booze. But we're, I'm talking about this. I'm like, I want to get back in. Because I did short movies years ago when I was living up in Olympia, Washington. And I'm like, I want to get back into the movie game. And on the way back up, I was talking about Clown NATO. And she thought I said Clam NATO. And I go, okay, that's the name of our movie. And so we just started spitballing. And it's one of the things I really love about my girlfriend is we're really good at collaborators. And she's like, very creative, and so we came up with Attack of the Killer Clans from Outer Space, I and mean, we outlined it, I've got about 40 or 50 pages written, and
0: yeah. Nice. Well, we'll definitely, you'll keep me posted on that, for I will, sure, because, because I, I, I definitely, I have to be, have a cameo written hey, in there, guys, I'm to sure. You, like, I was gonna know. say that,
1: you know, the two of you need to come up when we shoot this, and uh, Brian Asman has already mentioned that he wants to do it, so.
0: You should yeah. make sure you kill both of us, man, like together, like we want to die together. So here's the thing, the,
1: I have got, uh, you guys watch The Adventure Brothers? Yeah. Okay. So in the you know, opening scene, uh, it takes place in the, the 1800s, and these pirates are going to find uh, the, this gigantic pearl that is of legend. It's supposed to be as big as your head. And this is, uh, in the previous scene, you know, there's a big like meteor from outer space that comes down and explodes on this island. But there's two pirates that are basically like henchmen 21 and 24. Mm-hmm. I wrote it with their their dialogue in mind, and you guys can play that. Yeah.
0: Yep. Those two guys that are, like, in the costume, like, the the, oh, monarch, oh, the, mon- is, uh, the monarch guys that are... Does uh, yeah, sound
1: like Ray Romano
0: or yeah. something? Yeah, the guy sounds like Ray Romano! No, no. <laughs> Deborah, no. Well, I hope, no. It's like Kermit the Frog. we
1: and... We didn't have a breakfast. Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so... So that's us? Yeah. The, All right, well, cool. You, the, you two have the, those parts. And I'm going to make Brian the, the pirate captain, who literally sounds like uh, the captain from Venture Brothers as well. Mm-hmm. I just need Brian to grow his beard back out. He shaped it, exactly.
0: Is he gonna like uh, he like the voice, or does he does the captain talk like like a Yar, surfer exactly. guy? Oh, oh, he's gonna do okay. Yeah. I thought he was just gonna do his like you like normal voice. Like hey, he no, sounds just like him.
1: I want I want all the pirates except for the two of you to use pirate voices, and then you guys do normal voices. So when you read the dialogue, the going back and forth, it's those two characters are very modern day speaking, and you know the others, and that's part of the humor.
0: So. Well. I am, I mean, as you know, I am offer only, so I do appreciate that. I, I don't audition anymore, so, you know. Uh, and then I do have, you written, Nick, you're written into my contract for all these performances, so you do get...
1: Fuck, you know, is yeah. that why you dragged me out of my fucking bed to come here and shit? Yeah. But I don't have a fucking say-so. Not I anymore, do.
0: not after. Not during Dom. Not after we... We got married in three states, Vermont included, dude, we... We're we're running a tax tax racket thing here. We're trying to fucking. Like I'm
1: supposed to be your like biographer. I'm supposed to be like taking notes and shit. And it's like I might even remember half this shit. Cause nobody told me I was supposed to be taking notes. No, or...
0: no, uh, nobody is gonna remember. Uh, but but outside of that, uh, you know, you're here in Vegas. You you've come to Vegas a few times. Yeah, I, you're familiar uh, yeah, yeah. with Vegas.
1: Yeah, you I've know, been here a couple times. I came here with my dad a few months before he died back in uh, 92, or excuse me, 94. I came here for my birthday, and I came here back in March. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, this is my first time in downtown, though. And this is, like, infinitely better. This than is, the yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, we were talking about I, I'm not a fan of the strip. I've done it before, not only because I've done it a bunch of times, but plus, it's it's very, like, it's touristy. Not that we're it's, not tour. I mean, we're well, we're here, I mean, we're here for work. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Fremont Street is cool. It's just everything's right here it's not it doesn't feel as uh, like uh intense as the strip Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. um and you can actually like it does get super busy like like where it's just people but like on the strip sometimes at night you're just like the sidewalks are like you're hugging like the person in front and behind you it's like herding cattle so it gets intense but yeah i i also prefer this like we like we are also Simpsons lovers, and, mm-hmm. and we as we mentioned, so I said the dank mo, I need the dank. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I much prefer that. I and, have,
1: I have yet to get an explore anywhere around the casino yet because uh, you know, when I got in last night, I immediately went to my room. I came here and I went to my my friend Dizzy's house and, uh, and then I came back and well, you were asleep, so you know I just yeah, I out here, but tonight I need to get down in Fremont, definitely.
0: Yeah. yeah, man, Eddie and Martha got married here. Shouts out, Eddie and Martha few years back and that, that was my first time here on Fremont Street they got married at the Golden Nugget nice. but yeah we walked like this whole thing it, it, it's a whole Fremont Street's fucking awesome it's yeah. like well, everything old, you want this is like
1: Sinatra's turf you yeah. know this is uh, the old gang turf you know the, the mob shit like that. MS-13 yeah, <laughs> <Imagine> <laughs> yeah MS-13 and the, the Gambinos you yeah, know yeah they took over fucking knife fighting in the streets and shit uh,
0: what about you, Poindexter? You're all quiet and shit for like once. What one about s- me? I thought I was supposed to be taking notes and shit. You're doing really like
1: paper. You're drinking a 4 logo. I'm taking notes in the Benoggin. yeah.
0: Okay. The Benoggin. The Benoggin. I got a binoggin <laughs> for you. Yeah.
1: So, something interesting I meant to bring up. and. Okay. Uh, I forgot you. About. So, when I went to my room to go get my stuff and came back over here, I was thinking about how, uh, in the elevator, how you said, uh, Yeah, we're going to go to Vegas, Motley Crue style. Guess what I heard on the way here? the Original version of Smoking in the Boys' Room, which I have Fuck never yeah, heard dude. until I went through this casino, I was like, This sounds like a really slowed down version of you know, Motley Cruz song. And I knew it was a cover, but I had never heard it before until that moment, so it's <laughs> strange because being like my first concert was Motley Cruz. Yeah, I thought that, that was their song. Now, yeah. Cub Coda was it the name of the guy who originally did it back in like
0: uh 50s or 60s or somewhere like that. Mm, they updated it, it yeah. was on a That first, uh, that first record, um, wasn't it, uh, the first Motley Crue record? No, it was on third. Theater of Pain. Oh, it was on the, it was on Theater of Pain?
1: Yeah. Because they had Home Sweet Home, they had that, they had,
0: uh... Yeah, I know, like, Home Sweet Home, that was like, uh, that was the ballad. I don't know, I love Motley Crue anyway. Everything that they stand for.
1: I, I have a hard time with, um... With listening to the bands I grew up with, uh, like Motley Crue, I was a big Poison fan in the sixth grade.
0: You know, know, yeah, I was twelve years old, so I mean, cut me
1: some slack. But you know, all all the hair metal bands, and I grew up in Olympia, Washington, which you know has a really good like punk underground.
0: Yeah, and Nirvana came in. Yeah, yeah,
1: Nirvana and like Kurt Cobain wrote all of Nevermind. Like, I don't know, four miles from my house, that Mm -hmm. kind of shit. I peed on the lawn of that house one time super drunk a couple years ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, mean, no, so so it was, I was like, coming on. back from the bar, Patrick and I was like, Patrick
0: Swayze's lawn. Oh, yeah, we did. Peed yeah. Patrick Swayze's lawn. No, really? What, we used to live in Texas? my neighborhood, like is, my old neighborhood. Yeah,
1: my, yeah. when you were with your ex-wife, you lived on the same street that Patrick Swayze grew up in. Yeah. My, uh, we peed on He had side. a place in Olympia because um, my mother's friend, Anita, is kind of like a little bit out into the, the sticks, and he had a ranch out there that was right next door to my mom's <laughs> Patrick Swayze? Yeah.
0: So I, um, like I missed, I, I wasn't into the hair metal when it was happening. I'm only like two years younger than you. Like, yeah. so, but like, I just missed that. I just, I mean, guns and roses. Yes. Like that whole oh, yeah. thing. Like, but, but before that, and I, I'm one of my friends, I remember was like super into poison and I just didn't get it. Like mm-hmm. he had all the records and stuff. It was cause he had an older sister that, you know, you know, I had no older yeah. sibling. So no one was like, but yeah. And, and I, I just read that book, uh, um nothing but a good time I haven't read that yet. uh like uh it, it came out recently it's a badass book of the history of like clam hmm. and uh the, the la scene though yeah. like if you say clam? clam clam yeah clam. if you're into uh if you've like seen the the uh decline like decline of western civilization series so part two like the uh what's penelope uh Spirus, Spirus, yes. The director, she actually, she's—they talked her a lot in this make? Why do I know
1: so her? She,
0: she did a uh, fucking—it um, just went out of my head. She's I, done a uh, big movies that we would. I know uh, her name
1: uh, for uh, some reason. She's <laughs> done all the decline movies. There's been three of them.
0: Yeah, no, but she's, she's done like major fucking. I feel like an asshole.
1: So speaking of part two, though, the guy that I went to go visit last night—oh, was, was he in that? Movie. Yes, for like a half a second. Where? Oh, he is like Desi Benjamin, eighteen-year-old concert, concert promoter. I didn't know this until I met.
0: I know him. exactly. He's in there a few times because it's got the stained glass window behind yes, it. Yes, exactly. Yes,
1: that's, that's the fucking. That's I him. The last night. I he's been my friend for like twenty. That's years. awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I went. I mean, I saw. I've seen that a bunch of times, but yeah, I watched yeah. it again recently when I read this book. I was like, I'm gonna throw this on. But yeah, yeah I know exactly. 18 yeah. year old concert promoter. Because yeah. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> that's all it says about him. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, um, well, I told you last night, he and I met in a porn industry chat room when we were both trying to start up porn You were both trying to and score and you thought each other were women? <laughs> no, we were trying to start up porn websites in the late 90s. and uh, uh, He's the guy that wanted hiring me to do, to do a bunch of graphic design and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, now, yeah, we've been friends ever since. So, you know, we, we lose touch every now and again, but uh, he's a great dude. I love him. Big shout that's out, cool. Desi.
0: Shout out, Desi, dude. Check it out. Yeah, man, that's awesome, but I, that's badass that he's in the... Uh, that, that movie and we know each other. Uh, She's done, okay, Penelope Spiras is done. Uh, you fucking bitch. I, I, God, why don't we know this? There's a big movie that she did that we're going to be like, oh. Um, oh
1: it, it, I keep thinking of movies that Catherine Hardwick
0: has done. Suburbia. You know. Suburbia is a kind of was she did one. Was that
1: the one with John Belushi? Yeah. I thought that was Richard Linklater. He director. might have done a similar name movie, but I think it was like
0: one of um... Wayne's World. She did the first oh, Wayne's World. Shit. That's it. That's what I was trying to think of.
1: That's weird. She
0: directed the first Wayne's World movie. Okay. So sorry, Penelope. I know you're yeah. joining the yeah. The it makes not...
1: sense to get but, somebody who's like obsessed with the music industry to make Wayne's World because it, that's yeah. What, yeah it's that's what well, about. she's yeah. so
0: good at capturing that and like it, like there's a I have the Shout Factory box set. Don't oh, saying nice. that, but and it's got a book in it and an extras. Thing, but it's also uh, streaming free like on shop factory tv yeah it is yeah in case it, you're listening it, and yeah you if you want to watch it definitely yeah, yeah. The, the decline of western civilization part one two and three she she had all this pressure to, to do it as they wanted her to do a hip-hop but hip-hop one for part three and she's like i i just that's not what, what i'm trying did
1: part three come out it was in the late 90s I
0: yeah think. late 90s and it was all like gutter punk oh, wow. uh, yeah that's right. just that's like insane. that
1: i haven't seen one or three just that i've only known. seen the first one
0: what? Yeah, Darby them. Crash is, like, in the first one a I mean, lot. I saw the
1: first one because I was obsessed with punk music, but then there's, like, no punk bands i have ever even heard of except for the Germs. The Germans, and, the, uh, yeah. and they're not even that great at the time. Or I guess they never really were that great. What did I do
0: with that pipe that I loaded? Oh, before it's so? right next to your foot there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Sure luck. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, she got all this pressure in it to, to make it a hip-hop one because that seemed like the next logical progression for, like, right, yeah. that was coming out of L.A. in that area. But she just... Wasn't connected to that in any real like she had, she liked hip hop but she mm. was like I I don't know about that as much as I know about this yeah so she shows this like gutter punk kind of like lifestyle like, what's happened after type of thing and that's what the movie's about and it's great it's a great yeah. document if you like music stuff but like, and, yeah I definitely need one and that. that book is awesome nothing but a good time <laughs> but yeah I kind of miss those things but I fucking love <coughs> I'm so enamored with like the rock and roll the, the lifestyle like and that and that was like when it was at its best and worst, like, it was at its best when it was, but it's really, like, there's so much, like, cringy misogyny that happened, like, uh... that's why. so I wrote a, I wrote a
1: (laughs) blog called Home Sweet No Thanks, a blog post, and it was when the Motley Crue movie came out on Netflix, and my, my feelings about it, I tried, I watched about five minutes of it, and I shut it off, and I watched a trailer, you
0: know, now, did you read the book? I read the dirt. Okay, yeah. yeah you so too. I, like, I read Nikki's uh, The, Heron the
1: Heron Diaries. The Harem Diaries. Yeah, I like that too. So, like that. so uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's an incredible book. Uh, real quick uh, aside, you know, have you read Russell Holbrook's?
0: Um, yeah, I uh, I, uh, I beta read it and I have a uh, blurb it. The Heron yeah, is the answer. Yes, yeah.
1: that book was fucking incredible. Yeah. Shout I, out yeah. Russell. Uh, Shout out Russell. Like I sat literally sat down and read that book in about two hours. I, mean, <laughs> I got a once in the bathroom.
0: All right, there's a little bit of uh, me and Chad. Check that out over at Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. Give Chad a follow over on his on his uh, Twitter. That's what it's called, Twitter. And uh, yeah, we had a great time. Hey, Chad, thanks again for coming out to Vegas, man. And we had a blast. And uh, yeah, check out that. So moving on to our story of the week. Um. This week, I've, I've I've gone back in the in the vault of my memory uh, to tell a, a tale of my days in uh, doing speech tournaments and uh, uh, forensic acting competitions uh, when I was in high school. So I thought of this one in particular. I've been doing you know all of these uh, with doing these audiobooks, I really enjoy it because it's help. It, it helps me scratch that performative itch like every day, um, because when I'm recording it, you know, I'm doing voices and character. That, that's the just. I go right back to that place I was in my brain, like the like doing character work and all that kind of stuff in plays and and in performances like this and I'm moving my hands, and I'm doing all... I, sh- I, I need to do another video. I did a short video of myself reading part of a chapter from Death Packs, but I need to do a longer video of uh, me reading a whole chapter of something and post it on my Patreon of just all the, you know, things that I do while I'm actually recording. But do in doing this and getting, you know, getting these gigs lined up this week, it, it, it made me think of, you know, those days of doing the speech tournaments, and I thought of this particular story. So, uh... Yeah, so without further ado, let's get into the story. We are going to call this one "That wasn't me, that was you." So, um, for those of you who aren't familiar with what I was talking about uh, before the music, there was. Um, so, I did these. Uh, I was a. I competed in um, speech tournaments uh in all the way from middle school all the way through high school a little bit in college and what that is it's a speech tournament or a forensics tournament or a debate tournament you probably have heard it called all of those things but but uh what it was is um you know if you're on the i don't know forensics league i don't know what the fuck it is but you know you're in the the speech tournament class or whatever uh you're on the team and you go uh, on the weekends to different schools, and you compete um, against other uh, 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 awkward teenagers trying to uh, prove themselves in some weird way in these little acting things. These little acting things. Oh, I'm sorry, that's <clears throat> that's insulting to myself, I guess. But no, what you would do is you compete. So you'd have the different um, the different uh, events were like dramatic interpretation, humorous interpretation, duet. Uh, fucking improm- uh, impromptu uh, like speech. Then, then there was all the speech or the debate things too, which I did not do. But there was like Lincoln Douglas and whatever the fuck else they did. Um, very smart. The, the so much smarter than me. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so there were other some other events too, depending on the tournament. Sometimes there would be prose and poetry reading. That was an event, uh, sometimes they throw weird shit in, like radio speaking, which I did take first place in, by the way, uh, but yeah, just weird stuff like that, but the core events were always, like, humorous, dramatic, duet. Those are, like, the big three, right? And what that entails is, you know, with humorous and dramatic, you have ten minutes, a ten minute time limit, and you perform, by yourself, a, you know, a piece from, uh, you know, either a play or a script of some kind, um that you've cut in some way, either a scene, whatever, a part of it, and it's just you, either doing, like, maybe it's a monologue, maybe there's characters, whatever, but just you perform it. And you only have 10 minutes, you have a 30-second grace period, uh, duet, same way, but you have 12 minutes, and you do it with a partner, obviously. So, I was, uh, you know, I started off really hardcore and doing dramatic, because I really liked that in middle school. I like, guess I, you know, liked uh, so, the dark stories, and doing stuff like that. But, you know, one of the one of the uh, you know I made made uh, many lifelong friends through through the through theater class and and speech. You know, and uh, if some of them are listening out there. Shouts out to you guys. Uh, you know, I certainly do miss you and love you all. But uh, one guy that was consistent was my buddy Brandon. Now, uh, we were together from middle school all the way through high school. Um, so we were always kind of working together and doing, doing stuff. And, um, for the first part of high school, we did some duets together and then, uh, our teacher like split us up and gave us different partners and all that kind of stuff. Um, because, uh, you know, I think Brandon an excellent actor. He's like certainly better than me. I don't know what he's doing now, but, uh, he had a, a pretty, uh, excellent raw talent for it. So, uh, of course she wanted to, you know, foster that, put them with other people. Plus, we've been working together forever. All we're, all we're doing is stunting our growth by not working with other people. So uh, so that that's how that eventually went. But before we got split up, um, we were doing a duet, I believe. Now, I want to say this has got to be maybe my sophomore year, perhaps, because I want to say junior and senior year, we had different scene partners. Uh, so it's got to be around there somewhere. But Brandon and I are partners, and um, we have been doing – a scene from uh, from K2. Now, I think K2 is a play as well, but I know it was a movie. I'm not sure which one we got. I'm really blanking on even if it was a play. This was something our, our uh, you know, our coach, team, whatever, director gave to us, suggested to us. Like, this wasn't one that we went and picked, that we were like, oh, let's do K2. She was like, look, I... I, I Saw this scene done somewhere at fucking blah blah blah, and I think that you guys would do well with it. So K2 is not the synthetic weed that you smoke. It's this was about a mountain called K2, uh, and I want to say it's the, these two guys. I think they were climbing it, and and um, I don't think they crashed. That's alive. They were like climbing this fucking crazy huge mountain. And like one of them breaks their leg uh, doing something and they're trying to to like, you know, you got to leave me. No, I can't leave. Like it's, you know, we're in that like dramatic tense part of this of the scene is what um, she's given to us to do. So, you know, we're we're doing it. And I, I, I don't I can't even recall how far into the 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 competitive season that we are at this point. We've been doing the I know we've been doing it for a while. We've been doing it a few tournaments before this one, that particular one that we were going to this weekend, particular weekend. Um, and I think I want to even say we'd won maybe a couple uh, trophies for it. it. Cause the way it works, you know, you're in prelims, semis and finals. So if you, you know, usually if you get, you know, first, second or third place, you advance to the next round, you know, depending sometimes it's only first and second. Sometimes when it's a huge, huge tournament, it's only first place advances. Cause there's so many, people performing but so we would get i think we'd already made some some you know headway with that got some awards uh got some trophies or whatever but you know we're whatever it's not like we're knocking them out of the park every time that shit was so subjective and hard back then uh it still is i imagine so anyway we are doing our scene k2 so we have to the, the thing about this is like you know, the, the the rounds start at a certain time, right? And you want to be on time. Like, you know, sometimes you could be cross-entered, and, like, there'll be an event that you're in that's happening at the same time. So that you can leave. You can say, like, oh, I'm cross-entered. I have to leave. Or... Like, our coach, our coach was so fucking strict and shit about just, like, the, just the dumbest stuff looking back at it. She'd have to go go into the room beforehand and write on the board, John Wayne, cross-entered and duet. I will be back at this point. Like, fuck that. Like, they'll figure it out, right? Anyway, you know, we would have to do that kind of stuff. But then she was also, like, hardcore. Like, do not be late to your rounds. Do not be late. Do not fucking, because she all, all reflected on her and spring high and all that kind of stuff. We were representing and we had to be perfect 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 so anyway um this particular uh school we're at I remember it was like a huge huge school way bigger than ours because that's where these tournaments take place you go to a different high school on the weekend Brandon and I are going to our uh you know we're going to our round and he's like Man, I got—we can't. I gotta stop. We gotta stop. I gotta take a shit on the way. I was like, "No, dude, we don't have time for you to take a shit. Like, we have to be there now." And I'm—I'm I'm all like, "No, man, we can't be late. Miss Green will kill us." You know, back in my sophomore year, he's like, "No, dude, we have to stop. We have to stop." So he runs into the bathroom on the way. And I'm in, I go in there and I'm I'm like, come on, man, hurry up, hurry up. He's like, I can't, I can't hurry. You're hurrying. You're rushing me. I'm like, you got to come on, man. da, 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 Da So I go out in the hallway and I'm waiting and waiting and he comes out and he's like, I couldn't go all the way, man. We got, let's just go. Let's just go. And I'm like, all right, fine. We go to the room. We're a little bit late, but, uh, we're, uh, you know, we, we don't get, you know, we don't get any trouble. We don't miss anything. I think we sat down, we checked in and, um, we sit down, and I, I want to say maybe in a room of six teams, maybe we're fourth, right? So uh, we're watching, and I'm sitting next to Brandon, and I, I'm, I'm looking over at him, you know, in the corner of my eye every once in a while, and I could see like he's got the, he's like, he's sweating. He's got those, you know, those sweats, you know, when you get, when you have to go bad, uh, and you start getting goosebumps and stuff. Like he's feeling that, and I'm like, oh, please 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 and uh just keep it together keep it together so they uh we make they they call us it's our turn we get up we start doing the scene now Brandon is playing the guy whose leg he's his leg is broken so for the majority of the scene he's like on the ground in this weird position holding his leg you know maybe we pick I pick him up and we try to like you know move we do some stuff like that but he's he's there and I'm kind of walking around talking to him uh we get up, we start doing um, the scene. Now, I want to stop right here and uh, talk about something. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's all all buzz lately that the the show Friends is having a reunion. It's all over Twitter, and everyone loves Friends, right? And I know my sister and mom are listening to this. Like, you used to watch Friends? I did. I used to watch Friends when it came out. This was, you know. Back in the day when it was this Thursday night television, Friends. You know, you just watched it, or you didn't watch anything. You know, there, I mean, there's other channels, but we didn't have streaming. I mean, whatever. I'm a stupid kid. Yes, I did watch uh, a lot of Friends when it was on, but it was not one of my shows like Seinfeld or you know The Simpsons or Married with the Children. That was those are like my shows. This was just a show I watched, right? Then when Nick P like revealed to me like some truths about it he's like look how white this show is man this is like all about white people doing white shit and I was like oh yeah it really is huh that's no wonder I didn't really get into it but anyway all that aside I say that all that to say the Joey character in that show Matt LeBlanc I believe Joey Tribbiani he is an actor in in the show right and he plays uh, a dude and uh, Joey Tribbiani and he he's he gets a job on a, a soap opera I believe and there's just one scene that I remember that he's talking about acting or taking an acting lesson, and he's talking about something called "smell the fart" acting, and they're like, "What the hell is that?" He's like, "You know, well, you you act like you're smelling a fart, and you're thinking about like who did it? Was it me? You know?" And he like does some stupid thing, and then all the white people laugh, and it's great. Um, I say that to say, it doesn't work like that. I don't think, uh, may, or maybe perhaps Joey Cherbiani, the character never experienced uh, a smell the fart moment like this, because like I said, this is a 12 minute scene. Um, about maybe halfway through, uh, I catch a whiff of, of, as I'm doing the line, we're talking, I catch a whiff of something and it's very, very bad. It's burning my nostrils and eyes. And, and I look and I'm, I'm like, do my thing. And I make eye contact with, with Brandon on the ground and, and just just within our quickest little eye contact, there like his eyes smile at me, and I'm like, "You fucking son of a bitch!" He has released a silent but deadly and a very deadly, uh, noxious gas from his from his rotten, rotten asshole, uh, and it is bad. People, where I'm like trying to, I'm doing my lines, and I'm keeping it together. I am keeping it together because I'm a professional, but I'm also I'm also aware enough to be like. In the corner of my eye, I'm trying to do the scene and you could see people in the the because it's just like you're in a classroom performing. so there's like rows of desks that people sit in, you know. and you could see the wave like of in people's recognition their eyes of just like, mm-hmm. they're sitting there watching and then like, oh, Oh, like start looking around, you know, scowling, and it just gets, you know, the wave all the way like to the back of the room. I want to say it went all the way back, hit the wall, and then bounced back up to the front. That's how bad this was. It was, it was just, it was unnatural. It was something where you were like, dude, you, we need to take you directly to the hospital after this because this is not right. There is like a it's like a a goblin has crawled up your asshole, like a ghoulie from the you sat on the toilet. Now we got to get it out of there before it's too late. So. So you think that that's it, but no, Brandon continues to to uh like it was like that broke the seal, and then he's just farting through the entire rest of this performance. It's like I guess he was like, well, my cat's out of the bag, so to speak. They're all silent, but Jesus Christ, they are awful. And I'm betting we barely we get through the thing, we get through the scene, right? Uh no, we didn't break character. Didn't start laughing. Nothing like that. We you know you you finish like you stand there and like kind of like put your head down to sign- signify like it's over, right? And then everyone claps and we we you know we do that and Brandon immediately says like uh thank you I have to leave now I'm cross entered in another round and he just like they're like okay he gets up and leaves and I sat down and I was like motherfucker motherfucker so I I let like the the other team went and then I just kind of like. Got up and walk, like walked out of the room. I was like, oh, oh, like I was checking something, and, uh, you know, and I went, and I went down the hallway to that bathroom that we were in, and I kicked open the door, cause I just knew, and I was like, God damn it, dude! And he's in one of the stalls. And he is just giggling his motherfucking ass off, just laughing so. High. And I was like, Jesus, dude, you fucking killed me. I think everyone in there is dying. They're losing brain cells. What's happening? He's just laughing hysterically. I believe one of our other friends, Patrick, came in there and was like, What's going on in here? And I'm like, I tell him what happened. And uh, yeah, it was like fucking, it was insane. It was the. It, it was like, see, those are the kind of things like that happen when you're like, all right, this is a test I passed that I, you know, I, I, you get an award for that. You don't break while you're under, you know, some crazy gas attack. I mean, come on. And tell you what else happened. We did break out of that round and went to finals. And uh, I don't remember what happened after that, if we won or not. But I know we did break. And I was like, do not. You better do, do, Go take 11 shits before we go to the finals. I don't give a fuck if we're late as shit just shit your brains out to whatever you have to do I do not want to go through that again and luckily I didn't have to go through it again uh, I was fine but I will never ever ever forget that uh that bit of smell the fart acting and uh I will I you know I don't think I even ever watched the movie K2 before we did that but I definitely am never going to watch it now for fear that I'll be just uh you know triggered and have some weird acid gas flashback or something so anyway yeah but that was uh that was fun good times all right there we go that wasn't you it wasn't me it was it was definitely him so uh, yeah, that's a little nice uh, dip back into my uh, drama days in high school. Very fun. Um, thank you guys for joining me for another week. I very much appreciate it so, so much. Uh, don't forget to check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash dead. Join any tier to get access to all of the episodes of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast at which we are 70 episodes deep right now, so that and lots of videos and stuff are on there. Don't forget to go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for all of your John Wayne needs, of course, course go to the shop page you can pick up the tarot uh pack of four the set of uh, four metal iridescent tarot cards that I have up there while they last also there are more prints of tarot cards that I uh, put put up there now uh, replenished and all of my books are there and records and t-shirts and when you order for me of course I sign everything and send you some extra goodies because I very much appreciate it of course all of my books are available everywhere as well Amazon Kindle and all that good good stuff Uh, again thank you uh, for for coming out to the cons guys if I met you if, if I'm coming to your town come see me check the shows page uh, for more information on where I'll be I'm keeping it updated and uh, yeah and if you're into audio books hey guys I'm putting I'm just pumping them out out there so if you have an audible account or or even if you just buy them off uh amazon or, or itunes just search my name for all the ones that i've narrated and you can check those out or, or hit me up um but yeah and so thank you guys so much follow me at john wayne is dead on instagram twitter and uh my old good old name john wayne coming at facebook and um i will talk to you <laughs>